Know what you want to say for your business, but not how to say it. Trying to nail your brand so you can stand out in a sea of sameness. Want to know what the heck a brand voice is anyway? This episode is for you. Today, we're talking all things brand voice, i.e. the secret to creating a clear and consistent personality for your brand that engages your audience, builds trust, and increases sales. You're listening to Voice Your Brand, the podcast dedicated to helping you launch and grow your brand online by injecting it with a whole load of personality and creating content that turns followers into loyal fans, all through the power of a unique brand voice. If you're struggling to stand out online, getting stuck writing your product descriptions, or feeling pulled in a million directions when it comes to marketing your e-commerce brand, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nell Casey, the founder of Fate Creative, an e-commerce copywriting agency that writes things to brands that sell online. Before we dive in, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Voice Your Brand, the podcast. I'm so excited uh, to be bringing this to you. I'm sitting here in my um, little office at home with my pillow stacked around me for noise absorption and I am, you know, just really ready to start talking to you all about brand, voice, marketing, copywriting uh, and just all the things that are going to help you create a really standout brand. So, In this first episode, we'll be diving in um, and talking about all things brand voice. But before we get started, I would love if you clicked the subscribe button on your podcast player so you get the next episodes as soon as they drop. I have some really great um, solo episodes and some guest episodes coming up uh, that will definitely help you, um, particularly getting your copywriting and your marketing sorted. So yeah, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get those episodes. All right, so let's dive in and Basically, let's start with talking about what brand voice actually means. So, you know, there's a lot of definitions out there on the internet, but basically brand voice is the way that you talk to your audience. It's the unique personality that shines through in all your content from your web copy to your product descriptions, your social posts, your emails, um, and even the way that you engage with your customers in like chat boxes or on the phone. So it's obviously part of your overall brand, like along with your visual identity, your, like your logos and your images, um, you know, what you stand for, your vision and your mission and your values, and also what you want to be known for. So your products and your pricing and your positioning. So obviously a brand voice fits into part of that bigger picture. Uh, and that brand voice creates consistency across all of your content. And it also helps to build in or um, create a cohesive whole of all those other elements as well. And all of that consistency helps to build trust with your audience. So, you know, think about the brands that you really love to follow and buy from online and just how you feel every time that they like post on Instagram and you just feel like they get you, right? Like they post a meme and you're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm going through right now. Or um, you'll talk about them to a friend as if you like know them, even though it's a brand. Um, and that's because they have created a brand personality and really nailed their voice. So like, why does this matter? Obviously, when we start a business in particular, a lot of business owners can get caught up on the visual identity of the brand because it's, uh, I guess it's so visible. You need a logo to be able to put it on your website. Um, You need brand colors so that you can decide on product packaging. You need photos so that you can sell your product. So that can often be a lot of the focus, but giving your brand a voice 
helps to give it that personality. It turns it from something that sounds like everything else out there to something that sounds unique and is easily recognizable, even when other things like your logo or your branding aren't around. Think of it like when you're scrolling on Instagram and you're just like randomly scrolling through and there's a photo and it's cute and you stop and you start to read the caption and you're like, oh, I know who this brand is. They're talking directly to me. Um, And I can think of an example off the top of my head, uh, social media marketing agency, the Digital Picnic, do this really well. Like their captions on their Instagram are instantly recognizable that if I didn't see the logo and if I didn't see the picture, I would instantly know still that it was them um, sharing that post. So you essentially want to create a brand voice that is that recognizable that with nothing else around, people still see that it's you right away. And having this brand voice gives people something deeper to care about um, your brand than whether like you're the cheapest or you have free shipping or, you know, you can get it to them the fastest. Like that stuff's still important, but if you can create a deeper connection with your uh, customers, then they're probably not even going to look anywhere else, right? They're just going to look at your brand and be like, I, I always buy this thing from this brand because I love them. And there's a quote by Seth Godin who says, um, the reason it seems prices is all your customers care about is because you haven't given them anything else to care about. And that's kind of the crux of it, right? Like if you feel like you have customers that don't want to pay for your product, or if you're like, oh, no, my customers won't pay that much for this this product that I sell, it's probably because you haven't given them something much bigger to care about. So all they're focusing on is how much your product costs and all you're focusing on as well is how much your product costs. But if you can create um, that brand voice and that brand personality and it becomes a bigger part of someone's life, then cost kind of becomes irrelevant um, or at least it becomes much, much lower down on that like decision-making process. So the other reason we want to do this is because creating this unique brand voice or this unique personality helps with your branding. It helps with your marketing um, and it helps to get your story out there. So there's a um, 2018 marketing report that says that 94 94% of people said that they would be highly likely to recommend a brand that they were emotionally engaged with. So if you can create that deeper connection, your customers are going to be your biggest marketing channel. They're going to be telling their friends about you, um, not just because they love your product, but also because they love just connecting with your brand. And that all comes through with like a well-crafted, thoughtful brand voice that's um, authentic and consistent. And look, I know when you think of brand voice, you probably think, oh, I have to be like out there, right? Like your brand personality, just because we say you want to have something unique and different, doesn't have to be like quirky and cute or cheeky. Not everyone needs to sound like a Frank body or a go-to skincare. And I know that you kind of like, we like what they sound like, but we like what they sound like because they have created that consistency that we want to go after. But that doesn't mean when we talk about brand personality, that that's what you have to sound like, because then you're no longer being unique. We want to help you find your unique voice. So really what this is about is giving your brand an element of humanity. So your customers don't feel like they're connecting to like a faceless corporate box um, and instead feel like they're engaging with something real. And this is really something that smaller brands can leverage. And this is essentially where you have the edge over those bigger brands because those bigger 
corporate brands and I'm talking like, you know, let's say major supermarket brands or um, like, you know, your bigger corporations like Global, Nike, Adidas, um, you know, your apples and stuff of the world, they have to appeal to a bigger group of people because they have to sell more product because of the size of their company, right? And they've got shareholders, they have to, you know, (laughs) meet their targets. But as a smaller brand, you have the ability to create something that's much deeper um, in your connection, much more unique, much more defined because you don't have to go after that huge pool of people. You're actually just trying to find a core group of customers that love you, want to buy your products consistently year after year and tell your friends about it, tell their friends all about you. And, you know, they want to feel like there's a real human person behind every social post and email. And as a small brand, you can create that feeling. Okay, so we've talked about why we want to have a brand voice, but how the heck do you figure it out? I know you're here for this. This is what you're here listening to this podcast for, and I'm not going to leave you hanging. Okay, first of all, let me say this is one of those things that takes time. I like, yeah, ooh, right? Who wants to spend time on this when you could be sending time creating more products? But it's really important to take this time. I know you're going to want to skip over it and just get to doing all the other things you need to do for your business, but it's really important because it'll set the foundation for everything else you do. And I promise it'll make it 200% or more easier for you to write your web copy, write your product descriptions, write your social media posts, because you'll have this foundation in in place. And, you know, when you get stuck and you have those days, you're like, oh my God, I can't write another Instagram post to save my life. You'll have something to refer back to, to say, oh, actually, this is how we talk. Um, Great. I can, I can use this. I can go ahead. It's like a shortcut. And so, you know, going through this process is as much about figuring how you want your brand to come across to people. So not only do we have to figure out like how you want to sound, but we have to figure out who it is we're talking to because your brand doesn't exist in a vacuum. (laughs) There's someone at the other end reading your content, listening to your stories. Um, So how do we do that? Well, the first thing really is to define your brand personality. And, you know, I spoke about it before, recognizable brands like GoTo and Frank, it's really clear what their brand personality is. And it's being clear that it's going to help you in creating that brand voice. So one of the kind of the things I like to do uh, when I work with clients, and I have a few tricks in the bag that I use, but this is probably one of the ones that I go to the most. And I like to think about what if your brand was a person, who would they be? Like, you know, if you had an ideal spokesperson for the brand or the face of the brand, um, dead, alive, fictional, real, who would that person be? And this allows you to create a character as the voice of the brand. Now, I did um, theatre in high school and uni. Uh, I was a bit of a drama nerd. Um, and so, you know, when you're an actor, you get given a script, right? And you read through the script and you, you sort of want to get a sense of who your character is. And then you have to start building them up so you understand what they have to do as part of the script but to really bring across a character that's strong and defined and clear you have to kind of go deeper than that right and you have to create that character for yourself you have to think about you know what's their motivation how did they get here where do they want to go why do they want to go there Um, and there's a big picture that you create for becoming that person on stage 
And so this is what we're doing for your brand. We're creating that character that is going to essentially be the spokesperson for that brand. And it doesn't have to be you as the owner. I think that that can often um, be something that that smaller business owners get caught on, particularly if it's just them um, behind the brand. They sort of think, oh, well, is it me? Do I have to be the brand? But I don't want to be that out there. But, you know, my brand's kind of out there. How do I, how do I get past that? And I want you to think of an example. Um, I think most people know this now. <laughs> um, Beyonce has an alter ego and she calls her Sasha Fierce, right? So, you know, Beyonce have said, said, look, I'm a little bit shy. Every time I go on stage, I get a bit nervous. Um, but as a performer, she wants to come across really strong and confident. So she created an alter ego for herself for onstage presence. And you know, she puts into that character everything that she wants to be on stage. And so when she steps on stage, she becomes Sasha Fierce and, and you know, the nerves and the concerns about how she's going to come across disappear. Probably not entirely, but let's face it, Beyonce is a kick-ass performer, right? And that's what we want for your brand. So let's start with the basics. Who is this person? Where are they from? How old are they? How would you describe their personality? Are they laid back? Are they upbeat? Are they fun? Are they a bit bossy? You know, we can create some a picture of your brand through just defining three aspects of their personality. Then consider how they want to be seen and relate to other people. So are they warm and friendly? Are they a bit aloof? Are they like the funny friend, you know, the one that gets up dancing on the bar at midnight or are they the friend that keeps people going on to the next part of the night and keeps things moving smoothly are they old and wise are they young and wide-eyed um yeah and look these questions can seem fluffy but they can help to create a more tangible picture of that person and like you could even literally find a picture of that person and have it in front of you as you work through this. Like that is a great way to start to really think about your brand as an individual. And if you are getting stuck, take a look at other types of brands out there and their personalities and try to dig into what they're doing that works. Is it the way they phrase things or their sense of humor or the way they describe their products or their social posts? Like Start to pick things apart because you'll start to see how they were put together <laughs> to start with. So, you know, for example, I've talked about go-to skincare, often used as an example because they just have nailed it. And Zoe Foster-Blake, um, she has a mag publishing background, which obviously if you work in publishing or magazines, they do have a style guide that all of their um, writers and editors will follow to ensure consistency across the content. And that, you know, essentially has helped her to create a brand that feels really consistent across all of their content. The brand is cheery. It's upbeat. It's uncomplicated. Like it feels like you're having a conversation with a best friend um, about skincare. And, you know, that is how they've wanted to come across because that's also their product. Their product is uncomplicated. It's easy to use. Uh, it's going to work for you, but you, it's none of the fluff, right, <laughs> of some skincare brands. And so that's what they um, have created. So what we want to do is essentially take that personality and build out a bigger picture of who it is. 
Now, the other side of this is once you've sort of thought about who your brand is, is to consider who you're talking to. So it's not enough to know just who you are. You have to also know about that person that's on the other side of the copy. Um, And your ideal customer is, you know, they're the one that already raves about your products. They share all your posts. They buy everything that you release. That You know, they're the person that you want to talk to. And so you want to really drill down to, into who they are. Um, what are their likes and dislikes? What do they want? What do they need? What do they desire? What are their like big, crazy goals? Um, what do they do on a Friday night? So you can survey them, um, like send out a survey to your list. I think it's always really insightful to hear directly from people. You could speak directly to your top customers, like call them up <laughs> or slide into their DMs. Um, I, like I'm sure they will be happy to hear from you. I have done this for brands and your top customers are the ones that are like, oh my God, can I tell you everything I love about you? Um, And you'll get so much insight from them about what they love. And they'll also be really honest about what they wish that you, you know, could change or do differently. Um, You know, if you really get stuck on this process, or maybe you don't have customers because you're a new brand, there are other ways to, to do this, like going into Facebook groups where you're sort of you feel like your ideal customer would hang out, see what they're talking about, see what questions they have that they're asking or feedback that they're providing about other brands and, you know, the exact sort of words or sentences that they use to describe them. Another great place to go, uh, and this is like a copywriter insider trick, is to head onto Amazon and go and look at the reviews for similar products to yours. For some reason, when people leave reviews on Amazon, they leave an incredible amount of detail. So you can go into there, read about how people thought, like what people thought about the product, why they bought it, what they love about it, what they didn't love about it in their own words. And that'll really start to inform uh, the type of customer language that you want to use to share your brand as well. So, and that'll really start to inform the type of language that you want to use for Uh, your products as well, and the way you want to speak to your customers. Okay, so we've thought about who our brand is. We've thought about who we're talking to. What's next? That's, you know, it's one thing to figure out your brand voice. It's another thing to start to apply that to all your content. So I wanted to, first of all, address a few questions that comes up when uh, I sort of talk about brand voice. And the first one is, do I have to be my brand voice? Does the brand voice have to be my voice. And I sort of covered this off before. The short answer is no. Even if the business is you alone, you don't have to make it about you. And that's where creating this persona or this character comes in. You can dial up your own personality. You can create a completely different alter ego, uh, you know, just like Beyonce, Sasha Fierce kind of alter ego. And you, you don't have to be the face, like, you know, go to skincare, Zoe Foster Blake is the face, right? She's on the product, she's on the about page, she promotes the products herself. But if that's not something that you want to do or you think that the brand is a little bit separate to you, then think of like another well-known brand, Frank Brody, and they've created a personality that's this cheeky dude. And you know, the brand itself is essentially created by three women. But they've got this cheeky dude, he just wants to get in the shower with you, get naked with you. Like it's very irreverent, but it's perfect for their brand and it's really consistent. And even though it's not a real person or anyone behind the business, 
it gives the brand a sense of humanness and it makes it feel like there is a person there. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is, I guess, when we talk about tone of voice and how is that different to brand voice, there is a difference <laughs> between your tone and your voice. So your your brand voice is basically how you sound all the time. So, you know, as a person, it's the way that you speak, right? It's the words that you use, it's the phrases, the idioms that you have in your language. But your tone is about how you adjust that voice for different situations. So, for example, the tone you use to speak to like your kids would be different to how you speak to your friends. And the tone when you're being serious and, you know, telling off like the bank manager or something is going to be very different to when you're having a really funny conversation down at the pub. And so that is how voice and tone work. So when we talk about creating a brand voice, that's the overarching personality for your brand and, you know, captures all of those like idioms and little elements of language that you want to use for your brand. But your tone is going to change slightly for different you know, platforms, I guess, or how you're communicating to people. So when you're on Instagram, it might be a little bit more casual than if you say posted on LinkedIn. If you're on Twitter, it might be like super reverent because that's just the nature of that platform. But when you're emailing someone to tell them that their credit card was declined, you're going to be a little bit more serious um, because you don't want to make jokes about that. And MailChimp um, have a really great voice guide. It's available online for free, no sign up or anything. Um, And it talks about the voice and the tone and how it differs across different types of communication. And they've broken it down with an amazing amount of examples. Uh, And it's a great um, document to have a look at if you sort of want to get your head around how to change up your tone for different kinds of copy. Um, And I will link to it in the show notes because it's a really good resource. Okay, so let's say you've thought about your brand voice, thought about our customer, we've got a really good understanding of um, the tone and how it's going to come across on different platforms. So what do we do now? Okay, well, really what you want to do is to create somewhere for all of this information to live. Copywriters do this. We call it a brand voice guide um, or a tone of voice guide. And it essentially breaks down your personality, your customer, your tone across different types of content uh, and puts it into a guide that you can refer back to. You can even throw in there like words that you like to use, words that you would never use, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's always evolving. The document is never set. It's something that you can add to over time or remove things over time as your brand grows and evolves. And look, when you nail an Instagram post or you're super happy with a product description, you can throw it into the document so you can refer back to it later on and match that tone um, into, you know, future posts or future um, product descriptions. And it's also going to be a really great document to have if you ever want to hire a copywriter or a marketer or a designer or anyone else that needs to create content for your brand because they'll be able to refer to it and really understand what the the personality is for your brand and make sure that the other elements of it match. Okay, so we've created this brand voice. The next thing to do is apply that brand voice across your copy. Uh, I know this can feel really daunting, particularly if you've been going for a while. So start just 
somewhere small. Start with the website copy or your product descriptions and start to roll it out. If you already have this content created, it's likely you don't have to make too much of an adjustment. But again, you know, always be reviewing uh, your copy and your content that you're posting just to get a feel of like, is this still what we want to be sharing? Is this still how we want to come across? Are we coming across uh, in a way that matches our values and our mission? And, you know, are we telling our customers what they need to know from us in order to grow that trust and to help them make a decision to buy our products? So, you know, as you start to go along with rolling out your brand voice in the copy, don't forget about those bits of content that are more transactional, but still important. Like think your confirmation emails, instructions, like little pop-ups, they're everywhere. And the more consistently you can apply your brand voice across your website, the more cohesive it would feel and the more trust people will have in your brand. So, That's basically it when we're talking about brand voice. There's a lot more to cover and I'm definitely going to revisit this topic in future episodes, but I wanted to give you guys just a little bit of a taster uh, about brand voice and, you know, how we can start to develop our own. So here are the key points uh, to think about as you wrap up this episode. One, define your brand personality. Think of a person, write down their unique values, their unique traits, everything you can think of about them um, and, you know, essentially translate that back into your brand. Two, figure out who you're talking to. Who is our customer? What do they want from us? How do we want to relate to them? What are their needs, their wants, their desires? Number three, create a document that you can refer back to constantly and keep adding to it, keep adapting it, keep evolving it as you start to apply your brand voice across all of your copy and your content. All right, that's it from me for episode one of the Voice Your Brand podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for listening right to the end. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed that episode and you got something out of it. I'm definitely going to be covering more on uh, brand voice in future episodes because it's just such a big topic and it's so much to talk about. Okay, so next episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about probably the most important content for your website if you sell products, and that is your product descriptions. I hear from so many business owners how difficult they find it to write product descriptions, particularly when you have a huge number of products that you have to write. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to write them, how to write them quickly when you have hundreds of products to, you know, upload onto your website. Uh, And, you know, just a little bit of insight into why product descriptions matter when it comes to Uh, building your brand and getting those sales. So I hope you uh, will stick around for that next episode. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you get a little update as soon as it drops. And if you've enjoyed this episode or you just want to share the love, (laughs) then I would love it if you would grab a screenshot, post it onto like Instagram, Instagram stories, and tag me at Fate Creative, that's F-E-T-E, Creative, uh, just so I can know that, you know, it hit your ears <laughs> and you enjoyed it. Um, that's it from me for this episode. I will chat soon. Bye. This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wadawurrung people and we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. 
We acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.